what's going on everybody my name is jesse rivera and thank you for tuning in to episode 41 of comic talk hey today on the episode i have mr jack brown and miss sarah kolbaum they are a couple of my favorite improvisers in the whole wide world i love sarah in you the musical and i love jack in everything he does the guy is insane he does anything for a laugh and he's hilarious and together they came on and talked about a show that they're involved in they're part of this sketch ensemble just like a comedic booyah base known as the friday show and hey by the way the friday show is taking place this friday at the sacramento comedy spot they're going to talk about that show and about a bunch of other shows they're on and we talk about jack's hilarious he actually turned the tables on me a couple of times and asked me questions and i went along with it because when you're doing improv when you're doing improv you do yes and so when he turned the tables and he asked me questions i answered because that's how i learned to do improv so um their show is this friday at the sacramento comedy spot um, also this weekend at the Sacramento Comedy Spot, Invisible Disabilities on January the 19th. That's Sunday. And my good friend Emily Peterson is on that show. And she's going to come on the podcast later on this week and talk about that show and a bunch of other stuff. So, hey, if you want to hear me tell jokes, why don't you come out to High Water this Wednesday at, uh, I believe, Doors are at 8.30. Show is at 9. Free show, two drink minimum. They've got great food. Oh, my gosh. So, come for the laughs. Stay for the food. That's what I say. Anyway, enough of what I'm saying. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and get right to the episode. Episode number 41. Jack Brown and Sarah Colbaum. Thanks a lot. Have a great day. Take care of each other. Peace. like a cool person wow, that's very cool <laughs> it's a visual but not everyone's getting <laughs> so you guys want to introduce yourselves real quick sure. or each other why don't you introduce each other yeah, that's okay, good. okay that's go. great so, so this is sarah christine colbaum <laughs> an improviser sketch writer um musical improviser as well at the sacramento comedy spot terrific performer one of the best performers oh in God, sacramento um, been doing it for a little while now, but still mm-hmm. coming up with funny, fresh, original ideas that no one else would. Uh, let's give it up in your car or <laughs> home or workplace. Put your hands together for Sarah Colbaum. I should have brought my little soundboard. The pride of Turlock. Oh my gosh. Okay. <clears throat> this is uh, Jackson Joseph Brown <laughs> from the pocket, hailing from the pocket, Sacramento. Um, uh, sketch uh, show, Friday show director and writer. A lot of written stuff from Jack here. Um, great performer. Uh, you won um, best sketch, favorite sketch performer two years in a row. Um, two years in a row? Yeah, that shouldn't be allowed. Yeah. <laughs> Seems a little selfish, doesn't it? Like, he'd yeah, take himself out of the running. Like, bot votes. Once I figured out how to hack the voting system, it was kind of hard not to just do it again. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, improviser, you're on Riot. Uh, what else? Are you on, a, are you on another show? 
No. <laughs> <laughs> you guessed on anti-cooperation league a lot at the Sacramento Comedy Spot. Wouldn't say a lot, but it has happened. <laughs> and aspiring uh, musical improvisers, you sing a lot. You sing a lot of improvised songs. So um, let's give it up for Jack Brown. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> I... Um, I, I was I was joking the other day with, with a couple of friends of mine because I don't know if you guys, like I, I did I did improv for a little bit but I never mm-hmm. like got on a team but uh, I was talking about like you guys and uh, like who's who I'm gonna have on the show soon oh nice and uh, they're like oh yeah and I'm like yeah they're like the wave of improvisers that like retired me that I was like oh, no. okay okay I'm not good at this I'm gonna but then but. But really, like, I wanted to do stand-up, and I was just too afraid to do stand-up, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, that's good. And then, like when, you, like, when your guys' wave came along, I was like, all right, I'm going to go try stand-up. <laughs> well, because our wave was, like, there were a lot of people. I remember Brian saying, like, whoa, there's just a lot of people coming in right now. So yeah. I don't know what that was about. I, I don't, I'm not really sure. But you were in my musical improv class, I remember. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That yeah, was so I took musical, well, I took a musical improv, I think, like, three times. Like, oh, two dang. or three times. Like, it was fun. It was so much fun. Yeah, and uh-huh. I wish they'd bring it back. I know. I'm not really and I know, sure And Jack, you and I were, like, in 101. We were in 101 together. Yeah, yeah. we were in 101 together. And I remember, cool. like, like, because, like, I'm a, I'm a people watcher. And I remember, like, I would watch Jack and he would he he would take notes. Like, <laughs> like he had a little notebook and he'd write stuff down and then he'd like be really quiet, right? And then like he would get up and just boom, just like this explosion and I'd be like, fuck, this guy's crazy. I like yeah. it. But like, I say crazy in a great you way. Are kind of, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, you are kind of crazy. No, I think that is a compliment. Yeah. 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 Definitely yeah. different. I remember one time, because um, we were on a Herald team together, Jack and I, and one time we did a, no, did we do Maybe it was that scene that we did together and came off and Corky McDonald was giving us notes and he was giving me a note about like how I turned away from um, the audience to like reach into my closet, like air quotes closet. And he said, don't do that. Like make the closet face towards the stage. Don't turn your back on people. And I like wrote in my, I was like writing notes, you know, like, okay, taking it seriously. And I just said, no more closets. Cause I do, I would do a lot of closets in my scenes. <laughs> and Jack was sitting next to me and I look over and I see him and he like huge bold writing saying more closets. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what Jack so is, funny. right? Yeah. He goes against the grain. Like he... <laughs> no more closets, more closets. <laughs> I, I do want to say, though, it has been awesome because we took 101 together, and I always thought you were funny, but you have been absolutely killing it this past year with all the shows you're putting on. And that, oh, thanks, yeah, man. Telling novella, all the other, I mean, the podcast is what, like you're close to 40 episodes? I that. think You've been this, prolific. Will be, this will be like in the mid-30s when I, I'm not, I, yeah, you guys are like, I think I just posted episode 37. Yeah. So I'm not sure when I'm going to, I want to, I want to like hold you guys until it's closer to the Friday show. But sometimes, like, I just get so excited about posting an episode or, like, I talk about it so much to other people that I, well, fucking post it already. And I'm like, no, I'm away. Well, what are you waiting for? I'm like, ah, you know, the right time. And, like, I don't know. Like, not everybody gets the whole, like, we want it to promote a specific. But I don't know. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So you, I mean, I've always known, like, and, and like you said, you've taken classes and that. I've always seen you around. You've always been funny. But, like, what was, like, when do you think the flip switched or, or you know like when when it was it like uh it's go time because you've been killing the open mics you've been oh, doing all this stuff so that, yeah. go time was um okay so when i moved to sacramento um i came up here for work but work was like 
kind of like spotty of like, oh, we're going to give you a three month contract. We're going to give you an eight month contract. We're going to give you a three month extension. We're going to give you a one year extension. It was it was like that. Mm-hmm. And then once they said we're going to give you a two year extension, I was like, OK, I'm going to I'm going to go for it. Like that's when I started taking like 101, 201, all that. But then um, um, I, I had never finished college. Mm-hmm. Right. And my boss was like, hey. You need to finish college. <laughs> like bosses we were, are always whispering about yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. In we, my ear. <laughs> we really like you, but you really need to finish college. And so then I stopped all of the classes, and I went back to University of Phoenix, and I spent like eighteen months doing that. And then once that was done, I thought, okay, now I could jump back in. So then I jumped back in, and then I like, I was like, I wasn't like healthy enough to like be a good improviser. Like I would get super tired. And I was like, okay, so then like, then I started like watching my nutrition and I like, I lost a little bit of weight. And then, uh, then that's when you guys came along and I was like, oh fuck, I'm not good enough for that. <laughs> like, but then that's also like, I met, uh, Emily Peterson in, in like retaking improv 101. I met Emily Peterson and then we were hanging out one night and I was like, you want to take improv 201? And then she was like, no, let's take stand up 101. I was hmm. like, oh shit. Yeah. So like that's really when it like that's when I was like okay I really like stand up is really what I love like I love sketch um so then I I like last year is when I really was like okay like like you said I I flipped the switch I started eating healthier I lost a bunch of weight I'm still losing weight it's like it's all working and it's and then the podcast is something I wanted to do forever and like bought a microphone here bought a microphone there like watched somebody do one here and then like uh, you know, bought this little mixer and then got a better computer. And then, then it was, then after that it was on, like after I, after I did my first open mic and, and it really, in all honesty, like when I took stand up one one I really thought to myself, okay, I'm going to check this off my list. Like I'm going to take the class and do the performance. But the first time that I stood up on stage and I got the laughs, I was like, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I always yeah. tell people it was like that first line of Coke. Like I was like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I love, you know? Yeah, and Sarah was saying the same thing about Coke. About yeah. Cooking. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that that's first it. line of Coke, yeah. you're like, this is it. <laughs> but um, and so then, but and then, luckily, like, I had like just like met all these amazing people along the way. Like, you know, like, you know, we're not pals. Like, we don't hang out, but like, we definitely like we're you know. And then with telenovela, here's the thing: with telenovela, we started telenovela, and me and Emily were like, we want a great show. We want it to be amazing, and I. Um, there, there's this really old movie called there's this really old movie from the from the 80s called Vision Quest where this guy is a wrestler and yeah I've seen Vision Quest oh you've yeah. seen Vision yeah. Quest yeah. okay so then you'll get this yeah. there's a scene in Vision Quest where he goes to watch uh, the guy that he wants to wrestle work out right he goes to watch Loudon Swain work out yeah. and Loudon Swain is like walking no Loudon Swain is the good guy he goes to watch shoot shoot McClain he goes to watch shoot McClain wrestle and shoot McLean like pins a guy like in 30 seconds and it's just like over and he's like fuck I'm in <laughs> over my head like I got to take it to the next level right yeah that is exactly how I felt like we were starting telenovela it was kind of like crawling and Emily was like what do you want this show to be and I was like I want it to be great and I was like I'm gonna go watch an episode of the Friday show and watching you guys what? I was just like wow. wait really this, you're not pandering no and like because like that the whole um 
um, the the whole like how I try to get the crowd to like what I'll say Tella and I get the crowd to yell back novella oh. like that was like from like you guys weren't even on stage yet and you had the crowd clapping along oh, to the intro music mm-hmm. you know and then just like all the production and all the lights like I left that I left the Friday show going fuck we have so far to go but this is what I want no you telenovela is really good <laughs> I yeah I think I maybe I saw your first or second show I'm not sure but I was like this is cool it's oh, so unique you. I love it yeah it's good yeah it's and it's a really like it's a really fun cast and mm-hmm. you got like the pro- professional like merch and stuff too it's yeah. just like a professional oh thing. yeah there's some yeah. stickers right there if you want one oh yeah and they're really pretty yeah yes love yeah um folks who are just listening Sarah's grabbed all the stickers I am <laughs> taking all of them and your dog <laughs> <laughs> that's fine take her no I'm just um. Take my dog, please. <laughs> but it really is like, like I like looked at like your guys' show and like, of course, like anti-cooperation league mm-hmm. and like lady business. And I was like, I want to be on that level. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when, of course, it's not just going to happen because you want it, you right. know. So um, that's really when I when I flipped the switch and I started doing stand up. And then um, somebody told me a long time ago too, like with telling like with like the inception of telenovela, like somebody told me. Um, you need to get like when I was trying to do comedy, they're like, you need to host, you need to host. I'm like, who the fuck's gonna let me host the show, right? <sighs> and then um, somebody was like, just invent your own show and be your own host, and then that's it. Just kind of snowballed, and yeah, here we are now, and we're gonna do the first uh, Thursday show. Yes, next. I was gonna ask about that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're totally. gonna be on the first Thursday when show. When is that gonna be? Um, is it the first this Thursday? Thursday? Yeah. Okay, like, cool. Yeah, nice. this, this coming th- the January second. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're nice. gonna be on that. Uh-huh. But dude. I want to talk about the Friday show because okay. it's so freaking amazing. It's like it's really like a, like all you guys need is the musical guest, and it's an episode of Saturday Night Live. True. And is that what? Because uh, let's your involvement with the Friday show. Like, who was? Did you guys didn't join together, right? Yeah, we did. Oh, you did. Well, it kind of because it kind of morphed from. I mean, sort of. So in that time slot was mashup comedy mashup and that was like a variety show and we both i was on that every week and you then you joined it so like it was like stand up improv and there weren't really sketches not really sketches well squad patrol would do sketches but we as our group didn't really do sketches sarah was doing improv every week yeah comedy mashup and then and then they wanted to morph it into kind of what the friday show was with the same cast you know, uh, of, of the improvisers, but kind of putting them more sketchy and it became, and it was still a variety show at first. Right. Right. It uh-huh. was, that's when I got added cause yeah. I wasn't on it previously. I got added. Sarah and I took sketch one one together. Mm-hmm. Um, but Brian had already said, we want you to do sketch. Yeah. And really it was something that I had never done before. Yeah. I always loved sketch. Uh-huh. Um, Mr. Show is probably one of my favorite show of all time. And I was just really excited for the opportunity. And then we went to like a weekly show where we were still doing improv and we were doing like one sketch a week. Mm-hmm. And then it was like a couple months of that. And then Brian made the decision. It's going to be a once a month show. That's all sketch. It was more than a couple months of that, right? It was like, it was quite a few it months. It seemed like it weekly. was a while where it was like, it was weekly. And it I was, was like, nuts. how are they doing this weekly? Yeah. It was nuts. I remember. But, um, after a while, because Jack was putting out so many sketches, like you were writing so many sketches, you were putting out so you were just had a lot of product 
And then after a while, Brian realized that he wanted Jack as a director. So then he made Jack the director after like, I don't know how long, how long do you think? How long have you been the director? I've been the director for over a year now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that was after we moved to a monthly show. That right. was the big shift for me for the Friday show yeah. to make it what it is now. It was like, cause doing it on a weekly basis, you just have to get something on stage. Yeah. And that helped with like, you know, having a deadline is, is the only way I can really write, you know, is, is just knowing that I need to put something on stage. But like the stuff you're talking about, like the the technical flourishes and, and making sure stuff is cohesive and all that, having it be a monthly show and really having some time to focus on how things come together, yeah. that that was the big shift for me. I think I really like the show. It could always improve, but that was that was to me that was like the biggest step for the show. Yeah, um, and yeah, and so you became the director, and it just I don't know, it definitely morphed into something like you just you put in a lot of time and care to make sure it it was what it is now so that was good I mean it was smart it was a really smart move um and now I I don't know it's fun we're finding our groove and we're just kind of still trying new things too like you know yeah I definitely don't want to get stagnant or anything like that um but I'm just really lucky that I have this cast to work with particularly Sarah like last (laughs) last month last month we did a we did a bit Sarah and I where we were ants and it's Christmas time and your ants are giving you presents. And we wrote maybe what, like two lines. We just had some lines, just lines we knew we wanted to say as ants, but the rest of it was like so loosey goosey and just stupid and silly. Right. Cause like some of the stuff in the Friday show, it's like a seven page script that I've typed and I've like worked over so many times and we have to get the lines exactly right. But we were able to do this and it was just a stupid bit where the ants were giving the audience jello salad and that's the only present the ants had to give people. And it was just like over and over again, we're giving people jello salad over and over. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, it's still fun. The show has grown, but it also there's still a place for just dumb, silly mm-hmm. bits. And that's what I really like about the show is that it can still be stupid. Oh, totally. And like you can throw out any idea. I mean, it's harder for sketches when you're writing out a sketch and you have the whole room. We, we meet every week on Mondays and you have the whole room kind of critiquing what you're doing and just trying to make sure, you know, well, how are we going to stage this? And like kind of helping you with hits and changing it. And a sketch will, will just totally transform throughout mm-hmm. the month. And... um. And so it's harder to write sketches, but when you get to do kind of loose stuff and Jack has always been really good about just being open to like whatever, Hey, yeah, just give me whatever and we'll make it work. You know, you always, and especially with the guests, cause we invite, you know, we invite guests on and if they have an idea, we really want to make sure it gets on the stage. And so we really try to help. And so I don't know, it's just, it's a good environment. It's definitely turned into a really good thing. What has, has there been any, any, uh, so this morning I rewatched, um, the interpretive dance uh, sketch <laughs> and that was so the, the that was so crazy because like while it was going on i was like is anybody listening to sarah sing this is fucking amazing like and then so like my like my eyes were split i was like this is so crazy this is so good yeah there really is kind of a, a, a definite line drawn in between what's happening on that side of the stage and my side of the stage yeah because sarah can really really sing and i won't make you do it right now because you just did it in you the musical last night but she can actually is an incredible singer which is that that's what makes that sketch so funny to me just rihanna it's just rihanna that's all it is sarah <laughs> choir or just singing in the car like um what? i so when i was 12 i've always like 
been a little singer. Like I'm, you know, I've just been singing ever since I was born. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, when I was 12, I started taking classical uh, lessons, uh, one-on-one lessons. And uh-huh. so I was trained in Italian opera. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So I did that for six years and got a little scholarship for it. Um, just and a little scholarship. Just a, it was actually a little one. <laughs> I'm a little singer. I get a little, <laughs> a little scholarship. <laughs> I do a little arias. Um, and then, uh, and then when I went to college, I kind of didn't do anything. I, I auditioned for like an acapella group, but they were like, you have so much vibrato. Like I was, I'm classically trained. So I'm like, I'm like belting like opera and they're like, we're kind of more pop. We don't really want you. Um, and then I did gospel choir too. In so college. you were too good for the acapella group. <laughs> I guess. This was the plot of Pitch Perfect 3, I think. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But I did gospel choir in college and that was cool. So when you started doing improv, did you ever think that the that the improv and the singing were going to were no, going to I didn't, but I'm so happy it did. Like right? it worked out like I could not find like you, the musical. I could not find a better show that just puts my two like things in there, you know, like it. It's awesome. I'm yeah. I'm really happy I found it. So. How long have you been on you the musical now? Um, probably three years, maybe. I think. Wow. Yeah, it has to be because of November. Yeah, November. How long have you guys there. been without Lincoln now? Um, man, I don't know. I want to say like a year. Like a year? I, over a year, yeah. Yeah. Wow, it's been that long. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because he, yeah, he like started that show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was great. Moral. I'm. I'm also happy with the new guy, the uh, Chris Goslow. He's on the piano. He's very good. He's. Right on, right yeah. on. Yeah, one of the best shows at the yeah. spot for and sure. Then, and now we have drum, we have drums too. Nick oh, Nick awesome! Yeah, so that adds an element. And Jack, what about you? Like your your like theater training, or your was it just the improv classes, or did you do some stuff in college? I'd never done anything. anything Shut up! That's not yeah. what I wanted to hear. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sarah's 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 two uh, talents of <laughs> singing and comedy came together. My talent is just being loud, <laughs> being insane. <laughs> that that came together. Been working on that my whole life, but yeah, didn't get any little scholarships for it. Little Did you, scholarships. You mentioned like one of your favorite shows was uh, uh, the uh, improv sketch show was what? Mr. Show uh, with Bob Odenkirk and David Cross. Yeah, that was like when I was. Was that a Comedy Central show? It was. It was on HBO. Oh, okay. Like in the '90s, but they used to play it on IFC when I was like in high school. That's like. I was watching Arrested Development and a, an episode of Mr. Show came on after that and I was just hooked. I was like, this is so funny. They're so smart. What they're doing is so good. Um, and I'd always wanted to do sketch, but when I came to the spot, I started doing improv um, and I just didn't really think about sketch as an option, you know, and I just, I enjoyed doing improv, but I'm I'm really lucky I got the chance to, to, to try and do sketch. I feel like it's kind of the forgotten comedy art or not art, but just pathway. I mean, I think... Yeah. Stand up improv, that's mostly what people do. And right. sketch is just like seems kind of like too much work. And it is a lot of work. But yeah, I'm I'm really lucky I got to try and do it with this group of people. That's awesome. What what else do you want to do with the Friday show? Is there is there like is there like a a, a sketch in the Friday show that like every time you've tried to do it you're just like it's just too complicated or it's like it's yeah. too Yeah. Um there's a so we have this big Google Drive uh, with like pitches and all this stuff. And then there's this folder that's called the garbage folder, but it's not garbage. <laughs> it's stuff that like just for whatever reason didn't work or whatever. And I have this thing that I pitched over two years ago now, um, back before we were even a monthly show, 
but where I'm a figure skater and I bought the figure skater outfit and everything <laughs> and I have the choreography. I just don't have anyone who can carry me for it yet. Um, since Brian hurt his back and some other cast changes, but it's going to happen someday. And I look at my closet of props and I see this figure skater costume and I just like, I need to do <laughs> this. I need tear to come out of your Yeah. Head. A little tear comes out of my eye. I need to do it. But I, I've been very lucky. I get to do a lot of the stupid stuff that I want to do. But that's one that's definitely on my bucket list. What about you? Um, I don't know. I don't have anything I don't think I can think of. Can you think of anything I've pitched, pitched that it... I can't think of anything. Mine are simple. Mine are really simple. I don't go and buy stuff from Thrift Town and then write <laughs> sketches around it. <laughs> <laughs> Thrift Town's amazing. I love Thrift Town. Th- Thrift Town has become part of my... Uh, when my friends from out of town come you know come visit like there's a couple places i show them and like now i have to show them the the, thr- the thrift store from from ladybird, ladybird. Yeah. yeah 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 so i've added i've added thrift town and the blue house from oh, ladybird yeah. to my to where? my sacramento tour okay yeah. where is the blue it's in the fab 40s, it's in the right? fab 40s yeah What's and all you got to do is like google the house oh. from ladybird and it comes right up <laughs> okay <cool. laughs> it comes right up and and you drive by it and oh. yeah Cool. So that's definitely become part of my Sacramento tour for everybody. Yeah, I haven't seen Little Women yet, but I hope Thrift Town's in there too. <laughs> I kind of want to see. I think Little Women might happen for me this weekend. The Good. movie, not yeah. <laughs> not like a fetish. <laughs> I have a Little Women fetish. <laughs> I think Little Women's going to happen tonight. I think that's going to happen for me. <laughs> Those are the noises you hear from the bedroom. Oh, no. <laughs> Penelope, <laughs> cover your ears. Oh. Uh, <laughs> What's um, what's what's next for you guys? Any 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 other shows or what's, mm-hmm. what I do you, what do you guys have? You guys have anything special planned for the for the uh, January Friday show? Anything you can talk about? Well, uh, yeah, well we can talk about the January Friday show, but what's next? Do you want to talk about karaoke song wheel? Oh shit! <laughs> oh. Talk about it. Oh, um, that's gonna be on the Thursday show as well later in January. But yeah, the karaoke song wheel—that's that's improvised karaoke songs. That's fun. So, well, I, I took actually took the idea from Bitsida LeBron. She well, she let me have it. Here, you want me to hold this? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, she. Because it was for like the, um, I think it was for FemFest when we, yeah, when we did that first FemFest and she, and I was trying to get a group together to do some musical improv and she wanted, she's like, we need more musical in this show. So yeah, totally get, get a group together, do something. But it was just getting too hard, like people's schedules and stuff. And so she said, I have an idea. Um, just, just grab anyone and, and this song wheel thing, you spin the wheel, you get a genre, you sing a karaoke song. That's really fun. I used to do it, you know, wherever. And so she kind of just let me have it. And then it just kind of worked and people, now people are giving me credit for it, but like, I don't, it's not really mine, but I just host it. Well, you do deserve credit. You got the wheel. You, you, (laughs) you do host the show. You do the singing. You put the practice together. It is for all intents and purposes, your show. Anyways, yeah, and it, it, I guess because I do, you know, I pick the names out of the bucket, so that's my thing. <laughs> so that's going to be coming into the Thursday rotation? Yeah, soon? Or, yeah, we're going to try it out. But, I, yeah, I like that there's going to be the Thursday thing. But I don't I don't know what else um, what else is going on. But you, what, do you, what do you have going on? Do you want to talk about Friday show? What do you want to do with the Friday show? What? <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm doing it. Um, I would like to, for the Friday show in future, I would like to get more of a following like you, the musical and lady business are always sold out, you know, and we get sellouts sometimes, but Uh it's kind of sporadic. I would love to, I got, I was in the news and review. The Friday show was in the news and review last year. 
It'd be cool if we got to be in the B or a small blurb in the B. I'd like that. And I really would like to do a festival. Um, we've submitted oh, nice. we've submitted to some festivals. It just hasn't worked out yet. Um, but I, I'm hoping that it will. That's that's a big goal for me this year. I I would like to do, because I love Sacramento. I love performing here. But I think it'd be fun to go somewhere else. And, no, and definitely. Yeah. 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 I want to submit telenovela to some festivals this sh- in 2020 as you well. You should, yeah. Do you yeah. have a, do you know any of in mind that you want to submit to? Well, of course, like uh, SF Sketchfest yeah, would uh-huh. be the would be totally. like the the starting point, uh-huh. but um, that's really the only one I, I that mm-hmm. I know of for sure. Yeah. Um, but then, but like even just like submitting for a festival, like we want to put together like a good reel, yep. and we want to just be, you know uh, have our cast ready and yeah and um yeah. That's, so how, yeah. how many people are in the Friday show? Hmm. Well, we is we, it a revolving cast? Is, yeah. it, is there a core group? There is a core group, and then we have guests every month. So we've had some attrition in the cast from when we started, but that just—I mean—it's just a That's, lot of work. You know, it is. it is a lot of work. And I encourage people to take months off and that, but sometimes it's just you know too much. So our core cast right now is Sarah, Tina Jett, Kareen Lemke, Brian Crawl, uh, Nick McGavern, Josh Kincaid, Rena Hack is our tech. Um, and if I forgot anyone, I am going to get killed for it. Okay, I think you got everyone. Yeah, and think that's <laughs> think that's everyone. Yeah, we're we're getting to that that stage right now with telenovela where like we had like the 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 six core people, but then um, we would run into situations where like somebody couldn't make it, and mm-hmm. then like we we're kind of like trying to bring in like some more people to, to like have a revolving cast where like where yeah people can just be like oh I want to take Thursdays off or like. Or I want to take this month off, or I, I got to go do something this month. So we're trying to we're trying to get there too, and and it is hard because everyone like it just seems like the the type of people that that we get for these types of shows are like just people who are who are always busy. Like yeah, they stay doing stuff, and and like I don't want anybody to get bored with anything. So right, um, I want everybody to like always look forward to. She's, <laughs> yeah uh, i want everyone to always look forward to i want to not even look forward not only to just the the shows but just to the rehearsals even of, yeah of just being together right because aren't the rehearsals just as much fun not for the friday show well, they're fine but i mean sometimes I, sometimes it's a real i heard i heard you run the friday show uh rehearsals like a board meeting <laughs> yeah did you hear that bro <laughs> some sometimes like it's just like it is so tough to be like we have this many things to get through. We have this amount of time. I need to keep things moving, but also I want to keep it fun for people so they don't like stop. But like sometimes I have to cut off discussion in that. And I, yeah. there's that worry of like, and I'm sure you've had this too, where it's like you're in charge, but they're all your friends, you know? And yeah. like, you don't want to lose a friend over it, but it's also like, we have to get this no, stuff I've, done. I've yeah. had to do stuff like, like a, like a meeting too, like an agenda of like, mm-hmm. okay. But then I also, um, I want everyone. Cause like every once in a while, like, You'll get people that just, ah, we're just going to sit here and just do our thing. But I want everyone's feedback. So right. I'll put people on the spot. Like, we'll we'll run through a, like we'll run through a scene, and then I'll be like, Sarah, what did you hate about that scene? Oh. Or, like, <laughs> what did you like about that scene? Yeah, or yeah. what What do you... Oh, that's cool. Like, if you wanted to... If we were going to do that scene over, what would you do differently? And why would yeah. you do it differently? So, like... Where I'll, do you rehearse at? Do you... On the stage or so what? So, a lot of times we'll rehearse on the stage, but then, like... Last month we didn't have a show at the comedy spot, so I didn't feel right asking to uh-huh. use the comedy spot to rehearse for our Luna show. Oh, yeah, so yeah. we rehearsed here in the living room. We just oh, yeah. we moved this out of the way, and mm-hmm. then we had this 
Yeah. So we were Plenty. and we were just doing like two person scenes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but today we're rehearsing on the stage. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. It's it's yeah. fun rehearsing on the stage because then you can use the lights and the tech. It's yeah. so right. much. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, I mean, we, with our our pitch meetings and stuff, it's like we have that small room at the at the training center. So it is like, like we the are inter- sitting. The, the interrogation room. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. We are sitting at a table. So it is very. Yeah. It's just like here we're doing this, this and this. But I remember like, some of those first pitch pitch meetings that we had for Friday show. And we would just like dick around. We did like we wouldn't get anything done. And I remember like Brian would have to be like, hey, stop. Stop it right now. We have work to do. Because you can't, I mean, everyone's friends. Yeah, we want to just kind of do bits and just be dumb, but it doesn't get us anywhere. So it's like good to have a structure and like get things done. <laughs> but sometimes the, te- the tech rehearsals, they, they can be kind of fun. Sometimes. But then we are a little bit stressed because then the show's like a couple days later. <laughs> yeah, it's very, str- it's very stressful. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it makes me yearn sometimes for the improv shows where it's just like, shut, just show up. Yeah, oh, show right. Show up and move. Yeah. yeah. Show up and move. We're just running the no show. Props, you know? yeah. No props. Mm-hmm. No lights. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah just. Yeah. You can't, you do have more space to kind of just like, you know, mess around and, and have fun. But with sketch, it's just like we have, we have real things we need to like get down right now. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I know it's stressful, but it always pays off. Like after the shows, we're always just like, yes, good. You know, when people say this one was my favorite or like, you know, whatever they have to say about each sketch, it's like, okay, cool. All right. We did it. You know, people are always pretty impressed. So I was so impressed with uh, the graduation show where. (laughs) Oh, thank God. Okay, good. Where you not only made everyone come up and get their diploma, but you took a picture of everybody. Yeah. That was flipping crazy. That was, um, I was coming back on uh, the plane from my MBA graduation, like you did with the University of Phoenix. I, I got my MBA online at uh, Indiana University, Kelly School of Business. And I was coming back and I had gone to the graduation ceremony because my parents really wanted to, to see me walk in that. And I was like, it took so long. And that was just an idea I had in the plane. I was like, what if we had everyone go through? I wrote, I wrote like 120 names for the thing. And like, I was like, I want to do this. And then that was like the cast just totally rally around it. Like, okay, yeah, we'll take pictures. We'll be ushers. We'll do this. It was just a stupid idea I had. It was amazing. Yeah. And everyone, every person in the audience came up, got a diploma. We got a picture of them. It was just like a, a fun, dumb thing. Yeah. Jack is really good at really like very elaborate finale sketches. (laughs) Well, yeah, people, people remember the, the last thing. Yeah, that's that's, that's okay. what I found. They they really remember the last sketch, the first and last thing. Because if you don't have a good ending, then what's the point? You know, like you mm-hmm. don't want people walking out like, oh, that was it. You know, like mm-hmm. so. I, it's it's tough though. It's really a fine line between going too far into like a gimmick and not having it be funny, and also giving them a unique experience. Like last month, since it was December, you want to talk more about this one? What was it? I can't remember. <laughs> okay, well maybe not then. Um, Sarah has a December birthday. And oh, yeah. people who have December birthdays never get enough, like, they don't get enough love because there's Christmas and there's yeah, New Year's and true, all that. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So we brought up someone on stage from the audience and tried to put the spotlight on them. We asked them some questions and then we took their answers from that um, and put it into, uh, we had like a Mad Lib set up for Joy to the World. Sarah helped me make that. And like the song was all about them. So at the end of the show, we sang to them. We made a Christmas card. Um, 
Alex Shoemaker uh, was at Kinko's and Brian sent it over to him. We had the template ready. Oh, and so we handed I that wanted out. to ask about yeah, that. Yeah. 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 So we handed out and it said like happy Amanda Day. That was the person's name. So instead of Christmas, we celebrated Amanda Day. The whole she came back on stage, the whole audience sang to her. We handed out the cards and that it was just like. That's amazing. Yeah, it wasn't like a joke at anyone's expense. It was just a fun, it positive, a feel, feel good ending. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it was fun though. It was good. Yeah, those kind of things, like where they're kind of orchestrated and long, like kind of long too. <laughs> it's like it's long, and it's like people think, okay, is it gonna end out? No, nope, we're still singing. Like I don't know, it does leave an impression for sure. <laughs> what was the what was the sketch? Maybe it was about a year ago. You posted you were looking for someone who played an instrument. Were you looking for an instrument in particular? Because I remember, like, because I play saxophone, and I almost messaged you. Oh, I wish you I wish you would have. So for that one, it was uh uh that was another end of the show sketch. It was uh I was trying to propose. Allison Baker was our guest that 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 um, month I was trying to propose to Allison we kept getting interrupted it was you know another person coming and proposing in the same spot it was these people yelling it was all this stuff and then the final one I tried to get a mariachi band but mariachis are very expensive they're, yeah they're hella expensive they're <laughs> super expensive even when I tried to explain the bit to them like come on have a sense of humor do it for less but they they weren't about it so I ended up getting these um, these children Caden and Caden and uh, Caden and Casper from McClatchy who are in McClatchy's band um, and I paid them for it and they, the money and they didn't take the money. They put it to the band, but they came and they, they, they played a song like they had, I forget what their instrument. I think that one of them did have a saxophone. I don't really know music and that, but they came and they played, um, to interrupt the proposal and that. And it was just a really fun way to, to end the show. Cause they were like, they were good and the audience liked it too. And it was just like these two, uh, kids, <laughs> but they're really good at music. It's fun. Yeah. Wait, so how good are you at sax? Um, I played in uh I I played in high school and then after high school I played like marching band and jazz band at the junior college. Nice. So I was okay. I was I You're was good. okay. I was pretty decent. Yeah. You and it's have like a riding, sax here? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, and it's like riding a bike like Yeah, pick a like, bike up. Um if I if I needed to learn something, I could I could learn good. it like yeah. We want to do more musical stuff. I don't know, because that's part of like what what sets the Friday show apart from other sketch shows is like just having those musical aspects to it. Like I want to try to do something musical every show. Like I want to kind of make that my endeavor to like get something musical in there every show. And so I don't know. That'd be kind of cool. You should get Jesse on. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think it's just it's important for us to have our points of differentiation. Like we involve the audience mm -hmm. and we do musical stuff and we also do like character bits that are not really sketches, but just like one person talking to the audience. And I like having those things, but yeah, we will definitely thank you for letting us know you play sax. Yeah. yeah don't be surprised if you get a message from us. No, I definitely, I want some type of guest spot on the Friday show in 2020. Yeah. Okay. Like however I could, I could get in there. I would, I would love to like, I, I don't, I don't get out to watch it en enough. Cause yeah, like yeah. Fridays is if I don't have a show, then I'm like, debating on whether or not i want to go to an open mic at, there's an open mic every friday night at vince's in west sacramento uh -huh. and it's like i mean i i don't i don't mean this in a, in a in a mean way but it's such a horrible mic it's like like there's like five drunk people like no uh. one's paying attention the game is always on and so like but just the camaraderie between the comics is so much fun and like everyone just goes up and like 
so, some nights are great, but a lot of nights you're just like you're, you're talking to the backs of three people yeah. and. <laughs> <laughs> So, gosh, why do they set it up that way sometimes? Because I've been to a few open mics, too, and it's just like, people are not here for this. But is it is it because but of it's, the camaraderie? It's, no, it's, it's like, more like the camaraderie, yeah. and you're spitballing, and you're mm-hmm. trying out brand new material. Okay, and so, like, yeah. you go there, and, you like, everyone's got, like, their one or, like, there's, like, 15, 20 comics, but there's always, like, everyone's got their own little click of comics. And so, like, yeah. you're talking beforehand of, like, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try this. You should try that. Try it this way. And then, oh, like, yeah. immediately afterwards, like, even though, like, nobody in the audience was paying any attention to you, like, your five or six comic yeah. buds, like, as soon as you walk off or, like, okay, like, change this to this or, like, do a pause here. You waited yeah. too long for this. And, like, okay. it was funnier when you did it this way. You know, so you still get something from it. Like, no no matter how, how, how few people are actually paying attention to you, like, open mics are more, like, just, like, it's kind of like shooting baskets at the gym, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I, yeah, that's, I would never expect someone to come to our show, especially a performer who's grinding. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. there's always so many things going on, you know? Like, so definitely no worries on that. But, like, that's one thing that interests me on Open Bike because I feel like when we were still doing Mashup, I even knew some of the comedian sets just from, like, having seen them oh, yeah. a couple of times. Like, how well do you know, like, your, like, clicks sets? I know them pretty well. I know <laughs> them. So one night... um we were having fun at an open mic and Robert Barry um, challenged us to tell each other's jokes oh, wow. oh my gosh, on stage. Cool. And Robert Barry has this great joke about, uh, he's like, yeah, uh, Robert, I don't know if you've uh, ever watched Robert Barry, yeah. but he's like a Death great baby joker. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a one, he's a great uh, one liner, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. He's yeah. got a bunch of great one line and I'm not a one liner. Like I'm more like a storyteller, mm. but Robert Barry has this great one liner joke about like, he says, uh, yeah, I started the keto diet. I could even do it in his voice. Yeah, I start, <laughs> I started the keto diet like uh, a month ago, and I've lost uh, four friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true because like everybody's yeah. on a keto diet. Like you're uh, like shut up already. Like yes. no, I'm not offering you any of my food. They're I know just you always can't. like bacon. I love bacon. <laughs> and it's like that's all you eat, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and like and Emily said like Emily like I have my my favorite Emily jokes of uh, she's. Uh, has a joke about um uh how she measures her anxiety is better or much much worse <laughs> or uh another joke where like the doctor tells her she could lose well she says you're a little bit overweight and she's like am i and, like i love the way she says am i so oh, i did fun. i threw in emily's am i i threw in uh nick v has a thing where he says uh I'm glad I pretended you asked. Like he he asked, <laughs> he says, "How do I do?" I'm glad I pretended you asked. So, um, yeah. Um, I w- one night I was at an open mic and um, I saw um, Ethan Albers do um, his girlfriend's set. Oh, wow! And so oh that was gosh. really funny. That is. But funny. yeah, we do know each other's jokes pretty yeah, well for sure. Yeah. yeah, that's a good question. And and that was something too that like when I started like going and watching open mics like i didn't i i didn't realize that you just practice your material over and over again so like i was going to open mics the following week expecting to hear new stuff from people yeah Yeah, and i was like oh they're doing the same thing but it's like a little bit different i didn't realize that it was this hard 
Like, yeah. I thought you just wrote stuff every day and like, All the time. but no, it's, it's yeah. really hard. How often do you incorporate new jokes that you have into your set? You just kind of go bit by bit and just kind of. So when you do, so at open, at open mics, I try to do something brand new at every open mic, mm-hmm. even if it's so like, I'll try to do like, so open mics are like five minutes. Mm-hmm. So like, I like to say in my brain, I'm going to do uh, three minutes of this is going to be uh, trying to you know solidify previous material and two minutes of this is going to be a brand new joke like a a one minute will be a brand new joke and one minute will be riffing with the audience okay cool so and then that's that's my other thing because like i've been doing stand-up now for like 15 months Uh and so in 2020 one of my goals is like i cannot do crowd work like like when i'm up there like it's like i'm telling jokes but really i'm like reciting a monologue that i've yeah. memorized and if somebody like i don't like to call it heckles just like shout something from the audience it will throw me off and oh, i will lose man. my spot yeah so um i need to get a little bit looser uh my i did an open mic on thursday at on the y and i just asked people what they got for christmas and we just riffed like for like i don't know like five or six minutes of like just nothing just talking to the audience oh, and that's cool that's i cool. love that yeah and i think i got some bits out of it and then i record everything and i have a routine of like this is my, my this is my routine like i go to an open mic i record it i come home i let my dog out i pack a bowl i sit right here on the porch <laughs> i listen to it i let my dog play and then i come back inside and i, I write down some notes and then we nice. go to bed and Oh, that good. that is so hard to do though. I hate watching my performances. I hate listening. Are you like that at all? Um, I I used to be, but like that's gonna go like into like some deep psychological shit yeah. of just like I hate my appearance. I hate the way I look. But like, um, I like tell my closest friends and like my best friends and family like I really hated pictures of myself until I saw the first picture of myself on stage telling a joke and like and that's that's the me I love right yeah. like. The, the the other me, like, I still struggle. I still have, like, my, my ups and downs and my extremes highs and my extreme lows. But, like, on stage is, like, that's where everything is, like, this this is where I want to be. So, like, I can I can listen to myself. and But I, something I learned um, listening to Robert Amoto's podcast, he said that uh, when you listen to yourself, don't just be listening to, like, oh, that joke did great. That joke did great. You need to pay attention, like, what didn't do good and, like, or yeah. what did good that you didn't even realize did good because you're more anxious to hear this joke that you've been working on. So right. yeah, it's right. like, it's really like listening for like what they're not laughing at that you could change or like, like don't listen to it just to like, Oh, that was great. Listen to me. You know, yeah, like you gotta right. listen, like you really gotta listen and look for things to fix. That's the easiest thing for me to do. All I see is things to fix. Like when I watch <laughs> the Friday show again, it's just like, why did I ever put this in the show or like do this kind of thing? It's yeah. It's easy to be your own harshest self-critic but that's how that's great your process sounds great how many minutes would you say because people say what like i have a tight five i have 15 ready to go like, oh if yeah you that's to, something that we yeah. constantly talk about yeah. too um right now i could do 10 just like boom like i could stand up and oh, do 10 nice. um i could i could stretch it into 15 um uh, if i absolutely needed to i could do 20 wow that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I could talk for that long by myself. Yeah. And then, and it's, it's crazy too. Like, because like, like I lost 60 pounds this year. And so mm-hmm. like, when I think back about like at the very beginning of the year, when like, when I did like seven, like I would come off stage and I would be gassed okay. and I'd be done. But like now I'm like doing like 10, 11 
and I'm coming off stage and I'm just like, I want to go back out there. Oh I'm like, gosh. I'm like a fighter. Like I want to go back in uh-huh. there and, and I'm like, give me some more. Like, you know, yeah. you got cool. the, the sponge uh, and they're putting your mouth guard back. Yeah. In. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Slapping your ass yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like this table open your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, good, right? I, I'm an ass slapper. I, I slap, I slap Brian's ass. Like every time I walk by him. <laughs> He loves that. Yeah, yeah. And a couple of times people will like see it, they're like, Did you just like, oh, yeah, shut up, I'll slap yours too. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. I um, uh what you said, something that you said kinda resonated with me was um that uh sorry. <laughs> just take um, a yeah. Um when you saw yourself and how you lit up on stage, you know, like you can see what it does to yeah. you and your energy when you're on stage it just like brings it out of you and that's so true like I'm like sometimes I wonder why I still do this like if I have a bad show or like if it's just getting hard and I'm like why do I even do this like what am I doing but then it's just like you come off a good show and it's just like oh that's why I'm doing it you know like it's yeah. a good feeling and like actually I started the reason I even really started I'd always wanted to do like improv or do something uh, comedy related I just didn't I, I, I had a job where I traveled 100% of the time and I never got to like settle down anywhere mm. and like have a hobby and so and I'd listen to podcasts all the time as I was traveling but um and when I finally was able to settle down in Sacramento and I started doing I started going to therapy and like um my therapist she was fine and stuff but she didn't really understand me but what she pointed out was she was trying to just figure out like what makes you happy like what what's your thing you know and she's just asking me questions about my life and my past and I told her about I, I just told her what I used to do. Like in high school, I used to do a sports, blah, blah, blah. And I did drama. And she was like, tell me more about drama. Because she said she noticed like how I perked up when I talked oh, about wow. like my performance and like what I used to do. Uh-huh. And like recalling like a good show that I did or something. And she's like, I just want to point out like what just happened right now. Like your body language, language change and all this. You know, it was it, it seemed good. It seemed like something that you really enjoyed. And that's all she said. But I went home that night and I was like, improv 101, like just signed up. Wow. wow. And that's how it happened. Like it was like, and then I, and then I like broke up with her a couple weeks later. Cause I <laughs> had found like my outlet. Did you were dating your therapist? I was. Did yeah. You, did you ghost her? <laughs> Emily has a joke yeah. about I ghosted my therapist. <laughs> I maybe honestly, <laughs> it just didn't go anywhere. Sarah's body language, this whole podcast. She's been her, her head's been down on the table. I've been jamming the mic into it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh man. It, oh yeah. And then like, I think we're, I think we're lucky in the point of that. Like we've found something that we love to do that we're going to be able to do up until we die. Like, I don't mean to like be dark about it, but like, like you, like you could get other hobbies. Like you could, you like, you could love basketball or yeah. like, or you could love like racing cars, but like, you're not going to be able to do that when like you're old and like, but like writing a joke, like, like you're gonna you're gonna write a joke up until like yeah. you're gonna keep writing you're gonna keep having ideas you're gonna keep having premises they're probably gonna get better the older and crazier you get yeah the more experience you have yeah, yeah for sure exactly That's true. I, I thought about it that way I love that because I like a big sports guy I never did any drama and stuff played football rugby I played rugby in college That's how I got into school and that and it's just such like a big focus such a big part of my life and I feel like comedy's kind of taken that like taken that taken over a little bit in that void because like my back is totally fuck now and i can't like play rugby like i used to be able to uh-huh. but like comedy like i will always be able to put something in my notes app and maybe it'll turn into a sketch maybe it won't but i'll always be able to have an observation or something yeah like that. i like that a lot or like the, the or like on this the stage is a level playing field like okay like 
you say rugby, like, okay, you and I could go out onto a rugby field. You're going to, you're going to annihilate me. Right. But if you and I go up on stage, we're equal. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and it's just, and, and we'll probably just vibe off each other and we'll, it'll, it'll build up and it'll be even so much better. But like, that's, that's, that's what the stage is, you know? Yeah. There, and it's not like a zero sum game, you know, like there's a winner and a loser in a rugby game. At a show, everyone can crush, you know, and the audience can have a great time and we can have a great time. And I like what you're saying about your click of like stand up people helping each other out because that's how I feel with the sketch group. It's like we're all trying to make this better, you know, and it's not like a rivalry or like I want to do better than you. It's like and I do want to do better than every other show out there just because I want to be like the best show. But like I like going to other shows and rooting for people to succeed. You know, I I do like I think it's a positive community in Sacramento. No, it definitely is like i I'll never forget like what it was like to get like the first feedback like from uh the other improvisers when when we like just started doing telenovela like we were so nervous and like is this gonna take off or like are are people gonna show up you know and it's it's telenovela has been such a fun ride and it and it really feels like we're really just getting going you know <laughs> yeah I love that yeah and, that, and it is it is very hard to get people to show up too though. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's one of the things if I could change anything about comedy, I wish I didn't have to promote so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I always feel bad when I don't, you know. But mm-hmm. I think it's really I think telenovela is about to take off. I think it is already taking off. Yeah. But I, I think they're like when you know that you have the people in the community on your side. Yeah. Because like it is tough. Like we were saying before, it's tough to get people to come out to a show when they're, you know, performing all the other nights. And that when you get the community behind you, that's a great feeling. Yeah. yeah. It's so flattering. Like it's so flattering when you see people that you already know in the audience. Like and you how you were just talking about the Friday show. It's like, oh, my gosh, you feel that way. I don't know. It's just nice. Oh, it's I nice. definitely. That feel you, that way about the Friday yeah, show. Yeah, and that's yeah. how I feel about telling about. I was like, this is good. Like, this is some good stuff. <laughs> so you. it's like, yeah, it's nice to like just support each other because we know how it goes, you know, because we're all a little bit more like judgy than an audience, a normal audience is. So when you say this is a good show, that's like, that means it's a good show. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love the Friday show. And I wanted to have you guys on for the longest time. And, oh. and, um, but I want, and, so with well with comic talk the podcast i was like i'm gonna run out of comedians like real soon nah, like and uh <laughs> but i also like i don't i don't ever want to forget like my comedy spot roots like mm-hmm. that's like that's really like i mean it's not my home club but that's my home like yeah. that's mm-hmm. that's where like that's that's what planted the seed and that's what what gave us the the baseball field that we get to go play on every week you know yeah yeah totally. and it, it's it's just such a great spot well the comedy spot right yeah. <laughs> it's it's so great that i don't i don't ever want to want to forget those people and you know and mm-hmm. and I, I was like i think i oh first it was um uh court and charlie that reached out to me because they wanted to promote their show oh that nice. they uh the forbidden uh, knowledge the yeah. forbidden knowledge uh, trivia show yeah so yeah. they they wanted to promote that and I was like, oh, that's my end. I'm going to start yeah. talking to the improvisers now. Totally. And then once I had them, I'd always wanted to nerd out with Tina about mm-hmm. um, all of her Disney stuff. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, she loves the processes. <laughs> I, I learned <laughs> that. Really yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, it was it was so much fun talking to her. Yeah. And um, and then I was like, so once I had Tina on board, then I was like, all right, I'm going to reach out to, to the Friday show folks. Yeah, yeah. And that's sure. when I reached out. And it was... It was kind of hard getting our schedules right, but I know. Yeah, I know. But dude, we we're so busy, and uh-huh. I know, like, I know how busy I am. I can only imagine how busy you guys are. Well, we had to reschedule because of the walking tour. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, our walking tour. Yeah, that <laughs> is something. That. Yeah, that's something I want to talk about. So okay, we've yeah. done two walking tours so far, uh, where Sarah and I lead a walking tour through Sacramento. 
um, where we just like make up all the facts and stuff and like just like meet characters along the way, uh-huh. like have people planning along the way. Yeah. That's been a really fun thing. I that totally kind of spaced on I that, but yeah, I want to, I want to promote that cause we're going to do, we're going to do a third one. I Wait, don't know. You have people planted. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. That's yeah. great. It's uh-huh. like a big production for no money for no, like not even it's being in fun. a space. It's just fun to walk around and, and, yeah. and do it. It's, that's been like, I feel like a really fun and rewarding thing. Cause sometimes shows can be kind of a grind and this is just like, we're out, we're outside, we're having fun. Yeah. And we can do anything because it's us, you know? Yeah. So like this last one we did was around Christmas time. It was a couple weeks ago. And, um, we had characters planted around the Capitol, um, mm-hmm. like in that park there. And we had this whole storyline of like a Christmas story, right? Is that the one? A Christmas, Christmas a Christmas Carol. So we had a ghost that took us and showed us like our lives um, through other characters and then we also as we were walking we wrote um we wrote christmas songs like to the tune of like jingle bells but we changed the lyrics we had them printed out and we made everyone on the tour sing them and it was like really embarrassing but it was really fun i don't know it was it's a good time it's just like we just we're just like let's just do whatever um we had a good turnout we even had one lady who like wasn't a part of the tour but she came up to us and she was taking pictures with us yeah. <laughs> and she was like i love you guys and she's like taking pictures with us so it, like gets attention from other people that are like what are they doing what's right. going on here it's a yeah. big group of people walking and singing um but the words are different and it's about um you know it's dirty and stuff you know but uh <laughs> it's fun i know yeah, the walking tour we'll have to do it again like very soon yeah Definitely. I, yeah, I, that's one thing I want to promote karaoke song wheel and I want to promote that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to karaoke song wheel. Yeah, and of course I'm looking forward to the January edition of the Friday show. Yeah. Um, did we talk about everything we wanted to talk about? Probably. We're going to forget stuff and then we'll oh, probably yeah. talk more afterwards, but man, I really want to thank you guys for coming up yeah. so early this morning too. Oh yeah. No, it's fine. Yeah, no, it was perfect time. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for Thank having you. us. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Thanks. That's it. <laughs> Yay. Bye. That's Yay, the podcast, bye. everyone. Goodbye. Bye. bye. <laughs>